Now it's really important to note that progesterone and progestin are not the same thing. Progesterone is the powerhouse, not progestins. Welcome to the Wellness Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Gladish, and I'm excited to take you on a journey to reclaiming and reconnecting to your magic, the magic of your health, your wealth, and your soul's purpose. As a woman's wellness coach and business mentor, I've been coaching women for over 15 years, helping them rediscover their innate abilities to heal, to transform, and to manifest their deepest desires. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of inspiration and information, diving into the multifaceted approach of what it means to live to our fullest potential. Let's do this. This is a Soulfire production. Welcome back, everybody. I hope your day is off to an amazing start. Today, we are diving into estrogen and progesterone. I get a lot of DMs over on Instagram asking about estrogen dominance, asking about the birth control pill. Do women need to be taking bioidentical progesterone or estrogen, which clearly I could not answer in a DM message on Instagram and something you do want to be working deeper with a practitioner around. In my program, Naturally Nourished, we will be diving into progesterone and bioidentical hormones a lot deeper, and we'll be having some amazing guest speakers coming on and talking about that, and I will be sharing my experience with bioidentical progesterone, but that will be a conversation for another time, and I'm sure you can understand why I can't answer these questions on Instagram because there's so much complexity that's involved When it comes to our hormones and whether taking, let alone bioidentical hormones or certain supplements is right for you. So without really knowing health history and diving in deeper and understanding lifestyle, nutrition, and all of the things, those are really complicated questions to answer. But a question that I did get was about estrogen and if it is a bad hormone. And I thought it would be really great to dive into this today because I do feel that estrogen can get a little bit of a bad rap. So we're going to talk about estrogen and specifically estrogen dominance. Now, is it a bad hormone? Absolutely not. Everything exists in our body for a reason. Everything is there because it's needed and it's good for us. What happens is when things start to get really out of balance that it can obviously become problematic. So when we have too little estrogen, we can have symptoms show up like poor sleep, mood changes. We can experience vaginal dryness, and it's not actually just vaginal dryness. We can experience dryness overall with our skin, even drier hair, uh, more split ends. Things like that can start to happen when we have little estrogen, too little estrogen. Now, the problem is when estrogen becomes out of balance. And the thing is, This really goes for any hormone. Like I said earlier, everything exists in our body for a reason. It's there because it is needed and it's actually good for us and to help us thrive. But any hormone can become too low or too high for numerous reasons. So when we have this accumulation of estrogen that can store in our body, this is where problems can really start to arise. So you've probably heard about estrogen dominance and excess estrogen. It's been linked to numerous symptoms. So age spots, infertility, you might experience things like breast tenderness, but it can lead to some bigger things like endometriosis, 
fibroids, miscarriages, and even many diseases. And the reason this actually happens is because of the society that we live in. Estrogen is very easy to be exposed to from toxic cleaning care um, products and beauty care products that we are using, from chronic stress, birth control use. If you actually have a low protein diet, that is going to impact your estrogen. And not only that, it's also going to impact your thyroid. Your thyroid and your metabolism need protein to function. And as a side note, when we think about protein overall, we want to think about muscle because muscle is the longevity organ. And we actually want to support muscle mass, especially as we age, because that's going to help us feel amazing. It's going to help with our physicality. It's going to help with our movement. It's going to help with our weight. It's going to actually help with insulin resistance and blood sugar, because when you have more muscle mass, you can actually uptake insulin that much better. So we really want to be focusing on lifting weights and we want to make sure we are getting in enough protein in our diets. How much that really depends on your goals and your activity level. But I typically tell our clients to focus on about 30 grams of protein at each meal. Other areas that can impact estrogen dominance is having a low thyroid function. So right there, you can see hand in hand that if you have low thyroid function and on top of that, you're eating a low protein diet, that's going to actually cause your estrogen to increase. And you, I know sometimes it can sound confusing and complicated when we break down hormones, but Um, And I know you can get like really overwhelmed when you start diving into everything, but essentially everything is interconnected. And that's, what's really important to understand here is that it's all interconnected. And you might think that your thyroid has nothing to do with your estrogen or your progesterone and your sex hormones, but again, it's all interconnected and they all communicate to each other. So this is why in naturally nourished, of course, we focus on the thyroid and what it means to really heal the thyroid by eating a nutrient-dense diet, eating enough protein, and healing the adrenals because it's these two foundational things that actually start to impact sex hormones. And we have our thyroid out of whack, all of the symptoms start to arise and things start to get a little bit wonky. So we want to focus on everything. And I know that sounds hard and complicated, but know that when you are eating well and moving right and supplementing strategically and managing your stress, you're in turn supporting so many things all at the same time, which is a beautiful thing. So you guys know that I absolutely love fungi. I'm talking about medicinal mushrooms. And did you know that cordyceps and reishi mushroom have been studied for their ability to prevent the onset of some typical symptoms of menopause that are directly related to lack of estrogen? So cordyceps and reishi can actually support lack of energy, poor mood, irritability, insomnia, osteoporosis, and weight gain. My favorite mushrooms are from Aversio Wellness. Head on over to aversiowellness.com and use the coupon code wellnesswitch to save 15% off site-wide. 
They have some of the most amazing medicinal mushroom blends and really therapeutic dosing. I know you guys are going to love them. So check them out at versiowellness.com and the coupon code is wellnesswitch for 15% savings. Okay, ladies, if you are looking for a delicious chocolatey way to support your hormones, balance out your estrogen, your progesterone, to support libido, ease those uncomfortable PMS symptoms, Organifi Harmony is where it's at. It is designed with amazing herbs and adaptogens and zero sugar for healthy hormones. And did I mention that it's chocolatey? It literally is delicious. I'd love to mix it with some cream or some raw milk. And because it does have cacao, sometimes people can be a little bit sensitive to that in terms of finding they get more energy. So you might want to actually begin your day with this, or you might actually want to have it later in the evening. It all depends on how you react to chocolate. I personally like to have it at the end of the day and just enjoy this really yummy hot chocolate. And I specifically like to have it in my luteal phase because let's face it, that's pretty much when most of our PMS symptoms start to arise and we might feel irritable. We might have more bloating and water retention and sleeplessness and maybe like acne that's showing up. And this is where Organifi Harmony is going to be the perfect fit. Head on over to OrganifiShop.com forward slash wellness switch and save 20% off site-wide of all the Organifi products. Use the coupon code wellness switch and that will save you 20% at checkout. Okay. Now, how do we support estrogen dominance and what are ways to actually balance out our estrogen? So two really important things. Number one, we want to make sure that we are getting in enough copper and retinol in our diet and where you're going to get this is from animal products. Copper and retinol are not just important for estrogen balance, but they're super important for thyroid health as well. And as I just mentioned, it's all interconnected. So including things like beef liver, oysters, and yes, of course, dairy products, ideally raw dairy would be amazing. This is where you're going to get copper and retinol. Retinol can only come from animal sources and you cannot get it in a vegetarian source. And then number two, we really want to be supporting our liver. Our liver is our main detoxification organ, and it is going to detox estrogen. And it plays a really big role in just hormones overall. It metabolizes our hormones. So we really want to make sure that we are supporting our liver in the best way possible. So you can include herbs like milk thistle, which I really love. Dandelion teas are really great as well. And castor oil packs are one of my favorite ways to support the liver and detoxification hormones overall. So we did do an episode quite a few episodes back all about castor oil packs. So I would highly suggest diving into that episode because you will learn so much about the benefits of castor oil and how it can just do so much more than detoxification. And um, it's just a simple way to support your hormones and it's inexpensive and it's actually very soothing. So I love to use castor oil when I'm in the sauna. I also love to use it basically every night when I go to bed. And if you do have a heavy flow, you might want to avoid castor oil. But if you listen to our episode that we did a while back all about castor oil, um, you'll learn that 
there really isn't much harm to using it when you really are on your period. So some of those castor oil myths get debunked in that episode. So I would highly suggest tuning in. Okay. So those are some ways that we want to support estrogen. Going back to the question, is estrogen bad? No, it's not. And how can we actually bring it into balance? Those are some quick tips. And those are just a a quick little deep dive into understanding how estrogen gets out of balance. Let's now move on to progesterone because this was a really great question I got. And somebody on Instagram had basically messaged me and said that they're taking progesterone because they take the birth control pill. And it's really important to note that progesterone and progestin, which is what you get in the birth control pill, they are not the same thing. So here's what we really need to know about the differences and why progesterone is the powerhouse, not progestins. So progesterone is naturally produced in our body and it's actually produced by the corpus luteum, which is a gland that is formed by the body after we ovulate. So when we ovulate, that's actually how we produce our progesterone. And it supports the body in numerous ways, which I'm going to dive into shortly. On the flip side, progestin is not produced in the body. It is found in hormonal birth control. It is a synthetic hormone and it stops our ovulation from occurring, obviously, because that's what birth control does, right? So it does not give you any at all of the same benefits of your natural occurring progesterone. So progesterone is so powerful because it basically opposes estrogen. Like they work together. And if you have really, really high estrogen, what ends up, what ends up happening is that we focus so much on trying to lower that estrogen load, the, the estrogen dominance, but we end up neglecting progesterone. When that estrogen get, gets pushed up really high, well, then the progesterone is going to be pushed down really low. So sometimes not only do we need to really focus on supporting the liver and, and bringing that estrogen load down, but it could mean boosting the progesterone because since it opposes estrogen, when you can get that progesterone kind of bumped up to match your estrogen, it's going to alleviate a lot of those estrogen dominant symptoms. It is also known as the calming hormone. It is so fantastic for sleep and anxiety and for stress. I often like to refer to as estrogen as like the sex kitten hormone, because it's what gives you your like juiciness and it's what makes you feel really feminine. And then progesterone is like the fat cat that likes to just curl up in the couch, you know, on the couch with a blanket and it's just like super chill. That's often how I like to joke around with those hormones. Um, but I say that because sometimes it can help us stick like in our heads, you know, when we think about sex kitten and fat cat, and then you can, you can think about the hormones that way. Um, so another, some other things to keep in mind with progesterone is that it's also important for sleep. It is essential for fertility and of course getting pregnant. It is really important for our heart as well, and it's going to support bone health and it's also going to support our brain. So if you are experiencing a lot of brain fog, then possibly low progesterone could be at play there. It could also just be that you are super busy and distracted and have lots on the go. 
and maybe you just need to minimize some of the distractions. It could also be your thyroid, right? Your thyroid plays a really big role with brain health and brain fog. And um, often women experience a lot of forgetfulness and, and that can be sometimes because of low thyroid. And then also progesterone is going to reduce inflammation in the body and it's going to support a healthy metabolism. Progesterone isn't like a fat burning hormone, but it does actually help with fat loss. It does play a role in our metabolic rate. And when we have low thyroid production, it can actually impact our progesterone production. And so this could be one of the reasons why we are gaining weight because of that imbalance between those two hormones. Now on the flip side with progestin, it does all the opposites. Essentially, it is going to cause anxiety and depression. It can actually cause high blood pressure. It can also cause hair loss, which is something that I see numerous times with so many clients across the board when they're on the birth control pill, myself included many, many years ago, it really did thin out my hair. Um, it can have a negative impact on autoimmune conditions and it can contribute to a mineral and vitamin deficiencies. We definitely know that with the birth, birth control pill, zinc, magnesium, B vitamins, vitamin C, all can get really depleted. So it's really important to supplement appropriately. And then it can contribute to iron dysregulation. Um, so I know that a lot of women complain about low iron and supplementing with iron and how, even though they're supplementing their, their labs, their, um, their numbers are just not increasing. Now this will be a topic for a completely different episode but I actually do not recommend iron supplementation. And if you are supplementing with it, there are actually other things for you to consider. And why those numbers aren't going up is actually because your body needs vitamin C in order to absorb the iron and you need copper. You need a healthy balance of copper in the body in order to absorb iron. So there's so much that is at play here. So we really want to um, consider other areas of our diet and always looking at a food first approach to get those nutrients in the diet. Okay, so how do we support our progesterone? Number one, we actually wanna be eating protein, carbs, and fat, all three macronutrients. This is essential, really important. Oftentimes it's easy to, like I said earlier, under eat protein or go very low carb or do a little too high fat. And at the end of the day, I think we have to find the macro ratio that works for us because we're all so different and unique and our goals are different and our activity levels are all different, but it's really important to not skip any of those macronutrients. You want all of them in your diet. You also want to support digestion and gut health by pooping daily and making sure you're actually chewing your food. It's really important that you sit down to eat your meal and you don't eat it in a rush and you chew thoroughly because digestion begins in the mouth and pooping daily. This is important because when you are going to the bathroom every day and you have regular bowel movements, this is how you detoxify. And this is how you actually get rid of excess estrogen. You also want to be focusing on stress because stress will lower progesterone levels. So making sure that you are implementing time for self-care and for rest. 
You want to also make sure that you're eating enough calories. Really important. I know that intermittent fasting is a big thing and eating within a small window and all that kind of stuff. And perhaps that is something that's serving you. But if you have a lot of these symptoms showing up, then it might be time to reconsider and make sure that you're just getting in enough food. And then also I've talked about this before on another podcast. It was a really short and sweet podcast all about the raw carrot salad and how beneficial carrots can be specifically raw carrots, how they can be great for estrogen and progesterone. Mainly what's happening here is the fiber and specific phytonutrients in carrots is helping with detoxification. And that fiber is helping bind to estrogen and detox it out of the gut. And when we can do that, not only do we support our estrogen, but our progesterone as well. So, so many things to consider there when it comes to estrogen and progesterone. And I love that you guys ask me these questions over on Instagram, keep them coming. Happy to do more Q and a episodes. Love some of these quickies where I can provide you some basically some really quick feedback. And I'd love to hear from you guys if there's anything that you are implementing from today's episode to support your estrogen and your progesterone. If you're listening to this in real time, you can actually join us for our Naturally Nourished Reset. It's kicking off on Monday, February 6th for eight weeks. And together we are going to do this reset as a community. We're going to go through the Naturally Nourished program together So that might mean watching one or two modules a week over the span of eight weeks, we are going to implement the naturally nourished protocols with, and that means incorporating strategic supplementation. We are going to talk about organ meats. And if we can't eat organ meats, how can we supplement with them appropriately? We're going to talk about estrogen. We're going to dive deep into our macronutrients. We are going to address adrenal health and stress and nervous system regulation. We have an amazing guest coming on to dive into that topic. We have four, actually we have five live coaching calls and classes over the eight week period. And it's going to be a really great opportunity to come together as a community and really take charge of our health in a different way. This isn't about deprivation and weighing ourselves every week and restriction. This is actually about learning our female physiology and honoring our body, honoring that our body needs food, calories, nourishment, and making sure that we know how to actually do that. Because I think many of us don't. And I'll be honest, I didn't. I didn't for a very long time. I was eating well, but what did that really mean? And I went through periods of fasting and going too low carb, And all of that led to more symptoms showing up for me. It led to less energy and sleeplessness and bottoming out my thyroid and lowering my body temperature, which means if your body temperature is low, you won't be able to burn fat in the first place. So I had to really start questioning some of these protocols and things that I was following and these modalities and really start to question and flip them on their head and really start tuning in and asking myself what I need and honoring cravings when they showed up and honoring that there are times where I'm stressed and you know what? My body does need more calories right now. And I don't need to shame myself for that. So this is a different approach. Naturally nourished is, well, 
It's all about naturally nourishing yourself, honoring the female physiology. And I'm going to give you the complete blueprint to doing that. And I'd love to have you join us. You can head on over to holisticwellness.ca forward slash naturally nourished. When you join the program, you will just get immediate access to our reset, but it doesn't kick off until February 6th. And we do have our first kickoff call on Monday, February 6th. I believe it's at noon Eastern time. And our kickoff call is where I will dive into kind of the the layout as we move forward and the reset. I'm going to give you some strategies and tips and things I really want you to focus on for the first few weeks in our reset. And it's just going to be really fun and really great. And more than anything, connecting with you guys live is just going to be really exciting. So I'd love to have you join us. Again, the link is holisticwellness.ca forward slash naturally nourished. Thank you everybody for tuning in today. I really appreciate you being with me. And if there's any other questions that you'd love for me to dive into in a future episode, just reach out to me on Instagram at holistic wellness, Witch. thanks everyone. I'll chat with you next week. Take care. 